Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Out to Be podcast. It's your host, Katie Zaccardi. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about a topic that I feel has been kind of going around the interwebs. I've been seeing the conversation happening on TikTok and on Instagram, and it's in little bits and pieces. But even if you haven't heard of this conversation or like seen people talking about it lately, I'm really sure that you have an opinion on it. I am sure that you have thoughts. I'm sure you have a lot of feelings around this topic. And so I'm excited to get into it today. Today, I'm going to talk about artist versus content creation. So here's the thing. This often comes up as like a question or a statement that someone is very angry to make. Like, do artists have to be content creators? Or the statement statement might go like, I am so mad that as an artist, I am required to be a full-time content creator. Often I see people saying, I hate that I have to be a content creator because I just want to focus on music. And so we're going to get into it today. And I want to start actually by offering a mindset reframe that goes along with what I feel is the larger topic that this discussion kind of falls into. The larger topic that this, that this discussion falls into is the discussion of having to play all of the parts. So like as a musician, again, another thing that I see people often having some grievances about is the fact that you have to play all of the parts. We've talked about this on the podcast before, that as a musician, you're an entrepreneur. As an entrepreneur, you've got multiple roles to play. You are a business person. You are like doing the thing. You're not just playing music. And I know that a lot of people have resentment about that. A lot of people feel like, I wish it was the old days where people used to just be able to play music. Or, you know, I wish I could just get signed so that I don't have to do XYZ things, right? And by the way, if you're resonating with anything I'm saying or have thoughts or opinions, definitely shoot me a DM on Instagram as you listen to this episode because I would love to hear your thoughts about it. But I do think it's a very common belief amongst musicians and creatives to almost feel a little resentful that they have to play all of the parts. The first mindset reframe that I want to offer you around this is that if you are if you are actually taking this seriously, like assuming that you want this to be your job, and I'll add the caveat here because I always get people commenting on my TikToks, you know, or, or messaging me and being like, I just, just have fun. Just do what you love. Don't stress about the business stuff. You don't need to do that. Or people just being like, I don't care. I'm not going to do this. I just want to do music and I'm just going to put my good music out there and that should speak for itself. There's always these angry people (laughs) or these people who are just like love and light. You don't need anything else besides love and light. And definitely I am all for having fun and, you know, taking aligned action and not being having a miserable experience as you pursue your musicianship and entrepreneurship. However, There is an element of strategy, of course, that we have to mind. And there is the fact that if you do not put your music out there, if you do not build a fan base, if you don't take any strategy measures, then no one is going to hear it. So, you know, if you, with all that being said, if you want to be a hobbyist, you don't really have to do any of this. You don't even maybe have to listen to this episode. It might not resonate with you. Because if you just want to be a hobbyist and you don't care about making money from music, then who cares? Like, who cares who hears it? If you just want to create music for yourself, then none of that matters. You don't need to show up on social media. You don't need to build a fan base. You don't need to worry about monetization strategies because you don't need to do that. You don't want to do that. So if you just want to be a hobbyist, 
then that's awesome. Good for you. I love that for you. And you are gonna just do what you love and keep playing the music and you don't care who hears it. And maybe you'll play a couple local gigs just for fun and you get to have fun and not worry about that. And that's fine. However, if you want to take this seriously and you want this to be maybe your full-time job someday, maybe it even already is, or even just have it be a serious part-time stream of income, everyone has different goals. But if you do want to have this be a serious part of your business, a serious part of your career, then we have to consider the business aspect of it, right? It's not just creating music in your room for yourself. That's not how you create a business. That's not how you make money from music. And I think that a lot of people get upset when we bring making money into art because people want art to be able to be appreciated regardless. But again, if no one hears your music, no one can appreciate it. So we know that as musicians, in order to get our music heard and in order to take it to the next step to be able to make money from that music, you've got to step into your entrepreneurship. You've got to start to implement strategy. You've got to put your business hat on and you therefore take on an all-encompassing role. The idea that we play all of the roles. And again, this idea I often see people feeling pretty stressed about and I, I do get it. So the reframe I want to offer you is this. Think about any job that you have. This will be the case for most jobs. There's always exceptions to the rule, but most jobs, when you're hired for the role, there are multiple tasks that you do. There are multiple projects that you handle. There are multiple even roles that you might play, right? You don't just do one thing and one thing only. Now you might have a niche, you might have an area, you might have a focus, of course, but there's always several different projects or tasks that you have to do. Well, the same goes when you're a musician. When it's your job, it gets to be normal that you are playing multiple roles, that you're balancing multiple projects. For instance, writing songs would be one role or project and booking gigs might be another and showing up on social media might be another. And when you start to think of it as one full-time job, as opposed to five or 10 full-time jobs, like it, for instance, if you're thinking about this, like, well, I have to be a songwriter and I have to hone my craft and I have to show up on socials and I have to be on my own marketer and I have to book my own gigs and be my own booking agent and I have to do my own press and be my own press agent and I have to be my own engineer. Like, dang, you're, you're, you're listing a lot there. It's starting to get really heavy and I could see how that feels really, really overwhelming. And it, it might sound a little silly almost because you might be thinking, well, I'm still doing the same stuff. But if you think about it, as five full-time roles as opposed to one job where you're balancing a couple different projects that all go towards one specific goal that all encompass your role your position as the musician it becomes a lot easier to manage and I know this this might even be a little woo because it's like well Again, I'm kind of just doing the same thing. I'm just thinking about it differently. How's that going to make a difference? But it does make a difference because in the way you talk about things and the way you think about things highly, highly, highly impacts the way you feel and the way you show up. So if you're coming from a place of overwhelm because the way you talk about what you have to do as a musician is, I have to do this and I have to do that and I have to do this other thing and it's so frustrating and I have to play all these things. I don't want to do all these things, but I have to do it. Well, guess what? 
Now you're already setting yourself up for frustration, even for burnout, because the way you're approaching it, the way you're talking about it, the energy you're coming to it with and putting into it is an energy of frustration, annoyance, not wanting to do it, you know, resentfulness. And you don't want to approach things with that energy in order to get positive results. So if you're able to make a reframe, number one, looking at it in a way that makes it seem like it's not so heavy, you might actually start to feel like it's not so heavy. It might actually start to feel more manageable. It might actually start to feel more exciting even. And when you start to think about the one goal that you're working towards and that you get to play, that's the second reframe, you get to do all of this. I mean, seriously, how amazing is it that you don't need a record label to swoop you up in order to put music out there, in order to gain a fan base, in order to gain traction, in order to make money? You get to just wake up one day and write a song and make a great video on TikTok and then start your journey and start a fan base and be on your way to growing a community and making money and getting your music out there. With the barrier to entry being so low, yes, you might have to do some more things at the beginning of your career yourself when you don't have a team to help you, but you freaking get to do that. And that is amazing. You get to have your dreams of being a musician become a reality. You get to have the power in your own hands. You get to do this without someone taking a cut of the money that you make or dictating how you show up or what your music should sound like because you get to do it on your own terms by yourself. And it doesn't mean that you'll always be by yourself because as you grow, the idea would be that you'd be able to hire team members on and scale and grow and perhaps sign with a label or a publisher if that feels aligned to you when the opportunity comes. But you get to do this by yourself. You get to take the reins. You get to control your career. So those are two small shifts that I want to make in the larger conversation around having to play all of the parts because I know that it can feel really overwhelming and I know that when you're approaching that conversation and just looking at what you do as a musician from a light of uh, stress (laughs) and from a sort of an attitude of feeling overwhelmed and stressed and annoyed and resentful, it's not an effective way to approach your career. It's not an effective way to gain success and it's not going to set you up for success. It's going to set you up for more of those same feelings. So making these two switches, making these two mindset reframes, starting to think about things differently will help you to approach things differently and therefore get different and better results that are more aligned with what you actually want. So now that we've talked about that bigger picture, I think that the conversation around content versus musician falls into this because, of course, content creator is really just one of the roles that musicians have to play these days. And with that, it's becoming a pretty big one, right? It's becoming a pretty big one. And I think that the reason why this conversation has been happening and why a lot of people have a lot to say about it and a lot of people feel really resentful that they can't just play music on stage. You know, some people would be okay with writing songs and being their own booking agent because they feel like live music is the true form of music, right? So they're okay with that. But then you add content creator and social media strategists into it and all of a sudden it gets icky. It gets even more frustrating. Again, you start to feel resentful of old artists who didn't have to do this and they didn't have social media and they were so lucky. 
you know, it, it gets really easy to get overwhelmed, to feel like it's really hard to get started, it's really hard to grow, it's really hard to get the results that you want. So I want to dive into this and I think that there's a couple different aspects to this discussion. One person had commented on a TikTok of mine saying, there's a sad notion that art is just content creation now. Content can have art, but it is not art itself. And I found this really fascinating and I don't think that is true. I just don't think that is true. I think that a lot of people feel this way because they see people who they believe has worse music than them or has worse art than them gain traction and then they get frustrated because then they feel like oh it's all about marketing or they see someone who is marketing themselves confidently and they have a bad association with sales or promo so because they see someone doing that they feel like well they're a sellout and like I couldn't do that like the fact that they're promoting their art means that their art is like not good and like it's all about content creation now in order to succeed you just have to like post a ton of content nobody actually cares about the music it's all about the content and I don't think that that's true and I don't think that it's fair I think that music is still very important if you take a bad song and a good song and you market them in the same way they might both get traction but the good song is going to go so much further because the product is actually good if you take a bad song and a good song and you don't market the good song and you market the bad song well the bad song might get some traction because you put some emphasis behind it you put some you put some juice behind it to actually get it in front of people you know and if you tell a story if you make it relatable in some way the song might not be as good heck the song might be bad but that might still entertain people it still might connect with people in a way it still might be something that people watch, right? And that gets it out there. So I think that content, uh, you know, art is not just content creation. You can and should continue to create long form art. You should still write your songs without TikTok in mind. You should still perform and, and feel really excited to even create live shows that really express your art. It's not all about content creation. And you know, I would also say that content creation can be art as well. So it goes both ways. But considering the way that social media plays into this, we do have to acknowledge that content and uh, their marketing, yes, but like really it's just content because you don't have to be like selling. I feel like when people think of the word marketing, they automatically go towards like promoting myself and like selling a song right but really it's just content in terms of I can show up and tell a story and then play the song and I'm not really selling it I mean I sort of am but I'm not really saying like and go listen to it or whatever I can just play it and it might resonate with people or I can just tell the story even without the music and it might resonate with people and they might follow along and they might build you know help me build my community and join my fan base so Content is a crucial tool that can be used to be able to actually get your music out there and to be able to share your art. Because as we established earlier, if your song is playing to an empty room, then, you know, you can appreciate it all you want, but no one else is even going to be able to, right? If a tree falls in a forest and no one's around, does anybody hear it, right? No, I don't know the answer to that riddle, but no, (laughs) like, no. So the second part of this is the idea that I feel like content creator has become kind of like a dirty word. 
it is something that content creator and influencer are both words that people like frown upon. They kind of think that it's like overrated or that, you know, you might even think as a musician, I am better than a content creator. I create real art. Content creators are not like real artists. They are not creating valuable things. They are not creating valuable content or art, but my music is valuable. My music is legit. Content creators are influencers, aren't. They're useless. They're, you know, whatever else you might think about them. Salesy, right? And this notion is something that needs to change. Um, I'm not, and also I want to say that like you may or may not uh, resonate with anything that I'm saying in this episode. You might resonate with some things and not with others, right? You might feel like, ooh, yeah. Now that you say that, I believe that. Or you might be like, I'm actually with you, Katie. I agree. We need to change that. I don't think that at all. I'm just sort of presenting like, both sides to how people are feeling right now and where I think that we can all do better so that you don't feel so that not no one feels overwhelmed with the comparison and uh, with the pressures that might come with being a musician or with this you know idea am I content creator or am I not and is my art valuable right so anyway I think that we need to stop having a negative connotation around the words content creator and even influencer and words like that because they are not inherently bad. They are not bad things. You can be an influencer. You can be a content creator. And heck, you can make a shit ton of money doing those things. So while that may or may not resonate with you, maybe you don't feel like you are an influencer or want to be, that's fine. But Trying to neutralize what those words mean is going to be a crucial uh, component, a crucial thing that needs to happen to be able to neutralize how we approach content and make sure that we're not approaching creating content or marketing yourself or showing up on social media in a negative way. Because if you inherently believe that being a content creator is being a sellout, being sleazy, being fake then guess what? You're not going to want to be one. So you're not going to want to create content and you're not going to want to show up online because if you don't want to be those things and that's what you think about someone who's a content creator, you're not going to do it. So then what? You're stuck creating bad content that self-sabotages or not creating content at all because you're afraid to become something that you view as negative. When the reality is it's not negative. As a content creator, you can be a good or bad person. You can create good or bad content. You can be kind. You could be mean, right? You could be any of these things. Guess what? You could be the same as a musician. Musicians, you could be create a welcoming space. You could be really hateful. You could be nice. You could be mean. You could be good at what you do. You could be not, right? There's always going to be this or that's with any job, with anything that anyone does. And a content creator does not have to be a bad thing. So I really feel like we can do better when we talk about this and reframe how we think about these roles. Just because content creators exist doesn't mean that they've done anything bad or that they are bad. They've just taken on a new role, you know, that's unfamiliar to a lot of people. And they've been able to make a new stream of income that's, you know, kind of maybe shocking for people because it's like a change and it's it is new and it's not something super familiar but you can be a content creator and you can be a musician who stands in integrity with who they are and with what they believe and making a positive impact on the world through your music through your content through your art so being a content creator is not inherently bad 
And if you're feeling resistance around being a content creator because you feel that way, even you might not know it like consciously, but maybe subconsciously that's what's happening. That's what's happening. And maybe hearing this stuff's coming up for you. It's really about working through those limiting beliefs that you feel around being a content creator so that you can reframe how you approach it and what it means to you. And again, approach it in a more positive way. Approach it in an empowering way. Approach it in a way where you know that you're going to show up online as someone who you feel in complete alignment and in integrity with and not fake or however else you you might be afraid to be. Another thing I want to address is this idea um, that I feel is an undertone of this discussion, which is that a lot of people feel that content is the only thing people care about, meaning that people only want to watch 15 second videos. I can't possibly express myself that way. That's all people care about. And I'm really frustrated because no one cares about my songs. No one cares about going to a live show. No one cares about watching a music video or however else you may like to express yourself through music any of these different ways. And I, again, do not think that's true. I think that we have to look at all of these things as valuable parts of being a musician and things that people value. Now, everyone individually might value different things at different levels, right? I don't particularly care for music videos, but I love live music. So I'm going to value that a little bit more. I also do love TikTok. So I'll value that a little bit more than music videos. Some other people might be different. So like individually, it will, of course, vary person to person what type of content they value. But looking at like our society as a whole, I think that there is a misconception that everyone only cares about TikToks and like the only way to uh, be successful or the only thing you should focus on is being on TikTok. And like if you're not and if you still care about your art and if you still want to do live gigs and if that's still very meaningful and powerful for you, well, screw you, you're the odd man out, like just get on TikTok and like sell your soul and forget about all the other stuff that you care about. And again, I don't think that's true. I really do think people still care about listening to full songs and uh, even listening to full albums and attending live shows and having that experience. What I want to reiterate though is again the point that People need to find you somewhere. And sure, some people can find you from a Spotify recommended thing or a playlist or maybe they happen to be at your live show because it's local to where they are and they can find you that way. But you can reach such a wider audience by using things like social media and even to, particularly TikTok, right? So essentially what I'm saying here is to just neutralize the playing field and to um, change the misconception that like, content is the only type of art that people value nowadays. I personally don't think it's true. I'm really looking forward to hearing your opinion on this matter, but I would really venture a guess that you agree with me. People do value these things. And just because we are on social media and that is a valuable tool, it doesn't mean that the other parts of your music uh, and creating songs and, and whatnot are not valuable and are not things that you should keep doing. The last part of this conversation that I want to have has to do with this. The fact that musicians back in the day used to have it better. Something I hear all the time is, I wish it was like the old days. I wish I didn't have to do this. I'm so mad that, you know, musicians used to just be able to focus on the art. I wish I could just focus on music like older musicians used to be able to do. And 
I with that also comes this idea of like I wish I could just get signed. I wish I could just get you know X Y Z support. I want to kind of like bust this myth because I don't. I understand where it's coming from, but I feel like people are being like almost willfully ignorant about the actual effort that it took to be a musician back in the day or to be a signed musician. I get the idea that people think that if they were signed or if they were born before social media, everything would have been so much easier because they didn't have to show up on social media when that's not fucking true. It's literally not true. So let's first think about the older artists before social media exists. Artists who would primarily play gigs and, you know, get discovered and then put themselves out there. First of all, they were still hustling their butts off, okay? They were playing tons and tons of gigs, which, by the way, in our case, have been largely shut down for the last two or so years. And so we had social media as an opportunity to be able to continue growth where they would not have had that without social media if something like that happened or they got sick or they couldn't perform or, you know, people were inside. Guess what? They're screwed. It's over. It's all over because they had to just be gigging or, you know, writing songs with people at least and getting publishing rights in order to have an actual career. Not to mention the fact that everything, a lot of their success in order to get signed and be able to mass produce and distribute their music relied on them getting signed. So all of their efforts could not be done by themselves. Of course, people could play locally and and still be musicians that just focused on gigging. But if they wanted to get to a point where their music was heard at a, you know, in a larger scale, well, they had to have someone help them do that because you couldn't just do that by yourself as an indie musician. Then when you actually did start to grow your career, you'd have to be on tour all the time. You'd have to be constantly recording and gigging, which I know are things that we do do now. Um, And so social media is just not a part of it. But you know what? Even without social media, you've got to do press. You've got to do radio interviews. They had to do, you know, newspaper interviews, TV interviews. They still had to get themselves out there. They still had to show up. They still had to participate in things that would get them to a wider audience. It wasn't social media, but it was other forms of media that they did. And the same goes for signed artists. So if you are of the mindset or you know someone who's of the mindset, Ziggy's playing with a toy right now, so sorry if you can hear like crinkling noises. So anyway, if you are someone or you know someone who seems to feel like resentful that they're playing all the parts and that one of those parts is content creator as a musician, I want you to really think about what signed musicians have to do because if you think it's going to be easier if you think that it's so hard now but once you get signed or once you grow or once you do xyz it's just going to magically get easier you are dead fucking wrong you are dead wrong pardon my french but like i am a little fired up because i think that it's very important to get this point across that it's okay to feel frustrated and stressed and to go through ups and downs and highs and lows during your musicianship and your entrepreneurship. It's completely normal. As an entrepreneur myself, I also feel that way. (laughs) And now he's squeaking away. Okay, be right back after you take this away from him. Anyway, it's normal to feel these feelings. And so I want to be clear that I'm not saying just like pretend everything's fine and dandy and pretend that everything's great, even if it might be stressful. I'm not saying that. But I am saying that like if you're not cool 
with the amount of work that has to go into making a career for yourself and like having a business which you have as a musician then maybe you shouldn't be a musician or maybe you should consider having a full-time job so that you can have finances to be able to hire people to help you with the parts of being a musician that you want or maybe you need to reconsider what your goals and priorities are and maybe you you don't want to be a full-time musician but you just want to keep gigging and have a more like casual following and you know it makes some extra cash with it and or even make good amount of cash with it because <laughs> you can make a good amount of cash gigging locally obviously I'm very passionate about setting yourself up for success because gigs have been unreliable the last two years but in a general sense you know at least we used to be able to make more money with gigging so like, may, that's fine. Maybe that is your reality. But if you really, really want to put yourself out there, grow a large fan base, connect with people, get your music heard by thousands, if not millions of people, make an impact, be able to then go on tour and sell merch and have a Patreon and make money full time from music and create. Well, then guess what? You've got to put in the work. And guess what? Part of that work to grow a fan base and to get heard is to do content creation. And all the other things that we talked about, you know, like booking gigs and, you know, doing your own press and things like that. The, the multiple other facets we talked about at the beginning of this episode. When you get signed, you might have a team Sure, but you're still going to put in a shit ton of work. You will be recording, you will be writing the same amount that you do, if not more, right? You will be probably creating music videos, you're going to have gigs, you're going to go on tour, all of that stays the same. Sure, people are booking it for you, maybe, but you're on a much bigger scale now, so there's going to be more rehearsals, more prep, more things that you are doing to make that happen, right? It'll change, but it's not like it just goes away and all of a sudden all of the work is off your plate. Absolutely not. Not to mention the fact that you're still going to show up on socials. You're still going to have to have a social media presence. Sure, there are some bands, especially bands like this is this is something that drives me nuts, too, is that like a lot of people will be like, well, this artist didn't have to do it or this artist doesn't do it because they already built up a giant career from themselves so they have the luxury of going away and a lot of them built up careers for themselves before social media or at the beginning of social media and so they did it in different ways and they already have a group of diehard fans that are going to support them even if they're not showing up every day I understand it's different now I understand that that might be frustrating to you but it it is the reality it is what it is so if you want to be successful now you can either choose to continue to be resentful about the way the music industry is which is probably not a good thing to be I don't know why you'd want to be in a music industry that you feel completely resentful about or that you hate or you can get on board with it and you can embrace it right so anyway a lot of people will will sort of compare to these larger artists but they have the luxury to kind of retreat or to be distant or to approach social media in a, in a maybe different way that is less engaging because they already have built up their following but for people who are building up their following and even for well-known artists now a lot of them are on tiktok a lot of them are on social media i mean even on tiktok freaking charlie puth's blowing up on there Jason Derulo, he's killing it. He was like one of the first people that I ever saw on TikTok. Even Michael Buble is on freaking TikTok. And a lot of other artists too. And I think that people feel frustrated that there, there's a lot of work and a lot of different roles that they have to play now. And they think that it's eventually going to go away when it's not. 
Sure, you can outsource, right? You can take things off your plate. Once you start making more money, you can hire someone to help with socials and you can hire someone to book gigs for you and you can start to take things off your plate. And of course, if you get signed, like I said, they're going to take care of that for you. There's gonna have people helping you do that. But it doesn't mean that you're all of a sudden not going to have to work hard or not going to have to think about these things or not going to have to, you know, put effort into growing your career and marketing yourself and connecting with your fans and doing all of those things. It might look different. It might look different, but you still have to do it. Something that I thought about too when I was thinking about this was like, um, for those of you who don't know, I watched all of the Marvel movies earlier in 2021. <laughs> and so um, super into it now. And when all the Spider-Man promo came out last month, everywhere on TikTok, YouTube, literally everywhere was interviews with Tom Holland and Zendaya and they were literally all over the place. And I was thinking to myself, and sure, this is a movie example, but artists do it too, right? When they release an album, they're all, they're on all the late night shows. (laughs) They're on Good Morning America. They're doing the whole press tour and it ends up on social media. And so while they might not be showing up face to camera creating TikTok content, If you get to that level of being really big, you're doing press interviews all the time. You're doing different kinds of ways to get yourself out there, different kinds of engagements. So again, it might look different, but it's not like it just goes away. And the reason I bring this up again is just to reiterate the point that if you're not down for the work, then you need to reconsider what you really desire out of this. And I've been talking largely about musicianship too, but this also goes for being a coach. Like if you're not, if you're not down for the work it takes to grow a coaching career and grow a business, then you need to reconsider what your goals and priorities are. Because if you're not willing to do it and you hate all of the components that it takes to be a musician um, or be a coach, then you need, maybe, maybe your goals look different, right? Maybe you scale down what you actually want from it. Maybe it looks a little bit different to figure out how you want to approach your goals. So I don't want to end the episode here because I feel like that's a very Debbie Downer point. And I'm not trying to use this as an opportunity to discourage you guys and to quit music because that's not the point of this episode. The point of this episode is to get you fired up to reframe how you think about social media and how you think about content creation. If you're feeling super down about it. And if you're feeling super down about it still, even after everything we talked about today, I want to say one more thing. And that is that social media and creating content at large is a tool for you to connect with people, not to promote yourself or to promote your music or to sell all the time or to feel like you have to post this icky content that doesn't feel good to you. But instead, it's a tool for you to connect with people and to build relationships. And that is one of the biggest switches, I think, and reframes that you can make. Because if you feel pressured all the time to promote and that your post has to get you new streams and that you have to make sure that you're telling people about this new thing and that all you're ever saying is like, listen to me, support me, help me, that doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. But if you start to make the reframe that you can use this as a tool to connect with people and to talk to people and to form genuine connections and relationships with people that looks different it feels different it feels good so just think about who your ideal fan is think about who that one person is that you really really resonate with that you would love to have in your community 
and talk to them. Create content for them. Show up on social media. Ziggy is just destroying this episode. He does not want it to happen. He's knocking things over. (laughs) He is being a menace. So I think that's my sign to wrap it up. But think about the value that you can provide and how you can serve your audience. How you can come from a place of service instead of it feeling like a place where you just have to sell yourself, you know, or put yourself for sale or constantly promote. Always, always, always come from a place of value and community and connection. Let's not make content creator a dirty word. Let's embrace it and what it can do for us and growing our careers. You've got this. I love you. I hope that you're feeling fired up in a good way and motivated after this episode. I definitely want to hear from you. DM me at Katie Zaccardi over on Instagram and let's talk about it. I want your opinion. So I will look forward to hearing from you there and I'll talk to you here next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Out To Be podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, rate and review it on Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. That really helps us spread the message and get this podcast out to even more women in music. For more information on coaching services, head to katiezacardi.com. See you next week.